Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, Is it, it For Real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And I don't know if you guys are on all the beer forums, but uh, this is the time of year when it would be Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. That's uh, it true. would be ending this week. And um, yeah. Is Oktoberfest always the same week? It's, um, I forget what it's, it starts like midway through September and then goes to oh. the first week of October. It like, commemorates. Like Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, something like that. It commemorates like the birthday or marriage of some German queen or princess. Queen like October. Queen Fest. Marrying Prince October. That's confusing because you'd think it would not be in September. Anyway, okay, that makes sense. Well, All right. that, that's, long, right? that's how you weed out the people who don't really understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're not understanding. Philip, I don't... So, yeah. I, so, I'm going to turn it over to you. I don't understand anything about the movie we watched this <laughs> So yeah, in honor of Oktoberfest, we, I, decided to have us watch Strange Brew, the yeah. Canadian classic. Um, mm. Yeah. A? A, A. Um, yeah, I, I remember watching it with my dad uh, way back when and watched it a few times as a kid. We had it on VHS and then... It's been a while since then. I remember actually Katie and I uh, dressed up as Canadians one oh, yeah. year. And I, you, I watched clips of this to work on my oh, Canadian accent. Right. And it what actually... Did you, what did, it, what's that? <laughs> Katie, what were you? Are you were like a Mountie? No, actually Shannon was a Mountie. I was Justin Trudeau. <laughs> it was a pretty convincing one. And we almost won the uh, uh, Creative Alliance Global uh, custom contracts, but we thought that it would be classy as Canadians if we bowed oot because yeah. we didn't want to be competitive. Yeah, and then we got, sorry, we wanted to bow oot, and then the crowd chanted, don't bow oot, don't bow oot. <laughs> and I think we would have won. I think we just thought we had no chance, and then it kind of became clear that we maybe won and we bowed oot. I think it's so much funnier that we did that. So yeah, it's... I do too. And that well, whole year of free shows has already passed, yeah. so we're better off. Yeah. Was everybody a Canadian? That no, those were just our costumes. <laughs> just that was our costume. What was the theme? It wasn't. Uh, it was Halloween. It was Halloween. Halloween. Oh, okay. And we decided to go. As it Canadians. wasn't the marquee I mean, like, ball. Yeah. True to form, I think we just looked at our closet and we're like, "What could we?" Because you both have a lot of flannel in your closet. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I had like a really oversized. I think I had Phil's blazer on that was like, <laughs> huge. I still have it. It has a button that says Justin Trudeau on it, and then um, like red pants or saying. And then yeah. I think I think Phil, you had a really awesome Mountie hat that Shannon had, and like a red. She looked pretty good. Right. It was and a then, red jacket. I think I found that because I I planned to be a Mountie like the next night. We actually switched costumes. Oh yeah, that's right. I was right. the next, next that's time. That's right. Yeah, Shaved yeah, down yeah. to a mustache. But then, uh, oh, yeah, I right. borrowed an uh, awesome hockey jersey from Kevin because he has right. all the hockey jerseys. All of them. And wore a little toque, a little hat. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It was good. We were all different kinds of Canadians. Yeah. Mm. Well, then you guys must be really geared up for Strange Brew. <laughs> 
Well, I totally forgot about that memory, but now it does contextualize the movie a little more. <laughs> See, now, now you're more likely to love it. Now love I it. know, yeah. Um, like, here's what here's a challenge I'm going to give to myself. Is okay. that, like I am coming into this with an opinion, and sometimes I do that, and I'm very swayed by my two favorite people who are also happen to make co-podcasters. So I'm going to really try to hold to my... Um, my opinion here at the end. I'm going to try okay. to remember what in the beginning. Yeah. You won't. We're, we're going to, I'm going to convince you. Wear me down. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to fight me very much during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not have, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But anyways, uh, I guess we'll start off. Uh, I was able to get my dad on the telephone so cool. and uh, get a little interview. So, uh, Mr. S. Mr. S. Mr. S. <laughs> so we'll listen to that and uh, see how it goes. This is, yeah, it's otherwise known as Philip's dad, so it's real dangerous to be out there. Um, it's, it's a movie I've had the VCR here at the house I don't know how long. Uh, I can remember watching it with my son and my wife thinking that I was corrupting him terribly. Uh, I remember. Um, it's it's a, a. I'm from Michigan originally, and then we lived in Wisconsin. And uh, you know, beer drinking families were kind of a common thing in life, so uh, it made a lot of sense to me. I love slapstick movies, and I can remember uh, the Three Stooges back at that time, and this movie kind of reminded me of that with. A group of people that just sort of seem to have a good time just being kind of silly um so it uh you know i don't the, the plot is kind of hard to remember because it's been <laughs> you know it may be close to 30 years ago so yeah uh so yeah do you want to give us a sort of brief one minute synopsis of whatever pieces of the plot you can possibly remember um it's i can remember some guys that were trying to get free beer, which is something that, as a former sailor in the Navy, um, we always try to do anyhow, uh, and try to do it, uh, you always, always dream about how you could get something for life. Uh, uh, I can remember it, it's, it was kind of a, it was a, an evil doctor kind of guy that, <laughs> that uh, I remember him from other movies, and he was, he was, uh, he kind of fit right in, um, something about bad beer, but I've never had a bad beer, so it's, it's, I'm not sure what to do with that, so. Well, thanks, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll do the movie proud in the, uh, the type of, yeah, Three Stooges-esque beer shenanigans. So it, it, if your mother forgives me for showing you that movie back then, so maybe I'm out the doghouse now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All righty. Oh, your dad's, you. your dad's voice is so sweet. Yeah. It is. You know, it's funny. I know your father's voice, um, and it's never occurred to me that he kind of sounds Canadian. I know he's yeah. Canadian, but yeah, eh? he just, like, leaned into it, but I like it. Yeah, I think he was probably thinking about it and brought him back to those sort yeah. of Michigander and Wisconsin roots. And yeah, just, makes sense. like, all of the sort of frying brats out in his, like, fellow football coach's backyards and drinking beer. Um, which we, we lived in Sheboygan, which I think is renowned have, for having like the most bars per capita or something like that, I believe. You have to get our wow. fact checkers on that. 
Um, yeah, that sounds about right. I always, when I hear, whenever I heard the term Sheboygan or the, as a kid, I just always thought that was a food you ate at an Oktoberfest. So I think that sounds right. There is the Sheboygan Brat Company. I think that's what it's called that makes some excellent brats. So you yeah. very may, may well have had a Sheboygander. Ah, yeah, I have. All right. So should we get into our levels? Yeah, let's do okay. it. I'll go first. I'm going to, my level is mouse in a bottle <laughs> um, because I spent a lot of time during this movie thinking about that mouse in the bottle and wondering about like, what it ate and did it go to the bathroom and like did they just like dump the bathroom out the top of it and then I also just like felt like a mouse in a bottle while I was watching (laughs) because I was trapped and I couldn't breathe very well and I was just like sitting in my own feces because the movie was just so long um (laughs) that's my level oh man um mine's not as like um uh profound or symbolic but I I gave myself a um ever notice how in movies they don't look at the road because I that's probably the only part of this movie <laughs> that I'd heard before like quoted and like all I should have come up with a more clever 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 level because like a lot of my um, male friends in like middle school and high school especially who had older male siblings loved this movie and loved referencing it it was a real like high five all the time and like so i was excited to watch it because i just like people were so stoked that they had seen it and like so excited to talk about it and so wow it is interesting (laughs) to know what they were referencing Uh, mine is just gonna be the uh synthesizer hockey fight uh Mm. just because that was sort of the imagery burned in my brain it was probably the first time i've seen something that weird in a movie of just like playing a synthesizer while people at weird hockey outfits uh fight because yeah Yeah. like i said i saw this several times as a kid uh but it's been 30 years since because i think i must have been like eight years old Uh, as my dad said i think my mom i was like i'm sure if it was appropriate but then again i probably saw poltergeist at nine so parents if you're listening that one was not appropriate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess I should have also mentioned that I've never seen this movie or heard of it or, I mean, I think I vaguely remember okay. seeing the cover for it, like, and knowing the, that image, but I always thought John Candy was in this movie. Um, I thought mm. that's, I thought oh. Dave Thomas was John Candy. But I know he's affiliated somehow with the movie. I but. kept expecting, and I've seen the movie and I still thought John Candy was going to be doing a cameo in it. Well, fun fact, I think he was signed up to do like a sequel that never happened to this movie. Oh, the, had um, him like lined beer up. brewing one, or the homebrew one? Homebrew, in yeah. yeah. Yes, I think he was supposed to be in homebrew. Yeah, I, just, but, I, I mean, I should, I should clarify though, if I didn't say it before, it's like, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. yeah. I said that, but yeah. And for a little backstory, all these guys were in SCTV, which was like yep. the Canadian SNL, right. uh, Rick Moranis, uh, Dave, Dave Thomas, Thomas, John Candy, Eugene Levy. Yeah. Um, I want to, let's see, a, a bunch of other people as well. Yeah. Well, this movie starts so strange. I mean, mm. it was all strange, but then there's like that lion at the beginning. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, is that lion real? What's happening? And then, so that's what I wrote. That's the first thing I wrote. Um, yeah. Right. So we, so we have, it's you, mean, like, you mean when Dave Thomas says that voice and it's just. Well, there's like, it just, it starts so strangely. I like <laughs> didn't know it was starting. And like, and then there's like, 
you think it's the beginning of the movie, but it's not. And then I'm like, why do they have a lion in this like TV studio? And then it goes to the weird movie, which I think we can talk about all these things, the short film they made. And then it goes to like, that they're in a movie theater, which causes a riot. And like the whole thing, I'm just like, I don't understand what I'm watching. There's yeah. It's like bookended four times. Meta. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I actually love all of that. Um, Yeah. Like the zoom out. It's like inception. Right. That it's just, and I, I honestly love the bad fake movie that they make. Um, it's great. To me, it opens like a little like Wayne's World, which makes sense because it is like SCTV's like goes to the movies, like a sketch goes to the movies and it very much felt like Wayne's it's, World to I me. mean, basically that sketch was Wayne's World. Uh, they were contractually, they had to have like three minutes of SCTV that was focused on Canadian culture. And so basically Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis just add, uh, just improv these skits for SCTV. And then of course they made it into a movie. What I, one thing I'd like to point out um, that these are the kinds of things I paid attention in the, in the movie that uh, in the short film, it was the year 2051, um, which is just kind of interesting because like that probably seems so far in the future, but now 2051 is like closer to us than the date that this film was made, 1983. Um, so I just found that really interesting, and I spent some time doing math um, while uh, while the movie was happening. Uh, yeah. And then there's like another title to the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Doug and Bob's The Adventures of Bob and Doug McKinsey and Strange. And then you're like, and then I was like, is that the title of the movie? Well, Although, it's maybe the full title, but that's the sketch, right? That's like the SCTV. Well, sketch, it's like. Great White North is the sort of sketch. It's like it's their. They also made an album, but yeah, the sketch is that they're these two guys put it on sort of a a whatever small time cable show. Um, Yeah. Oh, I want to introduce a a new segment on this of what is the German name of the movie? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) is it Oktoberfest? It is not. It's Zwei Superflaschen Raumen auf. Which That's means, so long. That's crazy. <laughs> it's that ramen. It's two super losers tidying up is basically. That's the best title for this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And That's we've, awesome. I need to like go back with Nora and like post under all the other movies because there's been some funny ones. I've just forgotten to mention it, but it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, pretty good. it's amazing good. how they change these movies. So I also don't want to yeah. forget the new segment we started last week, which is. Katie's boob corner. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot in this movie, I'll say. I know. I thought there might be. I'm going to tell you, I thought because it it was like a dude movie in the 80s about beer, I thought there would just be at least one boob shot. I thought there'd be like a one boob or a half a boob. But it was PG and there's no boobs. Yeah. Nope. There's a lot of letters. On the sort of you know, equality side, the the woman character was the smartest person in the whole film. Yeah. But okay. But, uh, <laughs> well, okay. But I think I think this might be my bummer. But yes, she was, but she kind of reminds me, like the movie definitely doesn't pass the Bechdel test, right? But it's also like, it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating to me because like SCTV hopefully had funny women. And it's like women don't get to be funny in the movie. They just have to be like well, gag, damn. Even though in distress. Did yeah. you toss this one up here? Oh, um, yeah. I'll, I'll say it. 
uh, one of you should have said this, but no one gets to be funny in this movie. <laughs> but, right. I mean, that's right. not that's what I'm saying. That's what like, you're probably go- thinking. But yeah, but like goofy, you know what I mean? I was thinking like it would have been different. It would have been different, I think, for me if the woman would have also been kind of like wacky, wackadoodle. But I think that's a product of the early 80s where like women were just always the straight men. Right. But I mean, someone did have to be. Someone had to be. Person, but Someone I agree. It, it's annoying. But it would have been kind of cool if it was like a brother-sister pair. Yeah. Beer pair. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, yeah, there were... Will, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I will say there were things I did laugh out loud at in this movie. We can talk about some of them. But in general, <laughs> I did not think it was a comedy. It's just super obscure. I mean... It's like watching two people on a drug bender who are like, and then you're like, okay, are these men supposed to be dumb or are they, okay, they're just like, and is that what SCTV was okay with, with representing Canada? It was like, you have to have Canada for three minutes and like, that's the representation of Canada? Well, they did not specify is, is the people at the broadcast network. They just said you had to have three Canadian focused minutes. Are and they so specific tropes of Canadian culture? Some were, some a lot were made up because okay. they were just improvising. Gotcha. Um, I mean, beer and twofers of beer are things. Um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So they run out of the theater, uh, escape the angry mobs, and swing on home to their dad, uh, Bugs Bunny, basically. <laughs> yes, Mel Blank. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and they're a very scary dog who also drinks beer. Um, oh my god! Yeah. In the grossest thing possible <laughs> yeah. with the dog food, the like wet leftover dog food. Well, at least they didn't like have a scene of someone drinking it. And for Ugh. for whatever reason, I really found the scene of like I'm gonna let go, I'm gonna let go, and they dropped it. Very satisfying. For yeah. it's just because they promised that it was gonna get dropped, and it got dropped. You know they. Yeah. I don't know that Rick Moranis' hat is bonk. He looks like Snap from like Snap, Crackle, and Pop. It's just like on the top of his head. Like, I don't, it looks like a, like a, he's wearing like a Christmas stocking or something. It's like not a helpful hat. Um, and then I also kind of felt like he was channeling Bobcat Goldwaith from One Crazy Summer. He was like, it was a lot of like, fa- a lot of the facial, he actually kind of just like looks like him. It's not like the voice or anything. It's just kind of like the energy of like nuts. I could yeah. see that. I can see that. I see some similarities. That's what I mean about this style of movie where it's just like cut to scene to scene to scene and they're all just sort of strange and like there is a plot of some kind. I I get it. But like also that like, you know, there's these things we just have to suspend that like you could just go to a beer factory and that's where you're going to get free beer. Or is that a thing? I don't. And is that a real beer, Elsinore? No. Uh, Elsinore had... there's an amazing complex layer underneath yeah. the surface of this movie. True. Elsinore has two references. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it's the castle from Hamlet. Right. And this movie does loosely have the yeah. plot of Hamlet. Claudius. Uh, yeah. The dead father, brother, marrying yeah. the mother. Yeah. The video game. Okay, yeah. Yes. Well, the ghost <laughs> appearing. Uh, and then secondly, Elsinore is the castle from the seventh seal which was the movie that Max von Sydow was in. And I, I've never seen it, but apparently they're trying to go there, but it has the plague, so they can't go there or something like that. But What about the beer store where you go and you order and then it comes on a conveyor belt? That's a real thing in Canada. They 
couldn't they wouldn't allow them to film there because once they found out that they were going to be putting mice in beer and so they recreated that thing and called it the beer store and it's called like the beer distributor or that's the original name but they named it the beer store in this and then because this became popular all of those stores called themselves the beer store but that's actually how they like what they look like inside is a little conveyor belt and you tell them what you want and it it out that's so I weird. Read, so I read the that. back is just like a big refrigerator, but yep. like, how do you know what to buy? Like, how do you know what's there? You just have to know. You got to know beer. Yeah. I think there was maybe a menu. Maybe I don't remember. Wow, that's that there's probably crazy. only like five beers. I mean, it wasn't like this yeah. wasn't the time of microbrews. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um. So they they go to the beer factory and they're trying to get in. And they see a lady getting her car stuck in the gate. That's like the next thing I, I where she's like jammed in the gate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they help her through. Um, and then. Um, also, if you're going to ram a car like this, ram it from the back of your car. You want to use the back little little car corner here. Huh. Oh, like back bumper to back bumper. Yeah. You'll mess up your engine if you do it with your front. Unless your engine's in the back. Right. If you're if you've got a DeLorean, um, don't do it, do it don't from do the it. front. <laughs> okay, makes sense. But you'd have to get enough momentum reversing to knock knock them through the gate, right? Well, you would hopefully just it's a it's a difficult maneuver. However, you do it. Um, yeah. So we meet uh, the sixteen candles dad, and he's the uncle, right? Paul Dooley. You know that he is ninety two years old. Oh boy. From West Virginia. Yeah, I know. They grow old there. Because he's pretty old in this film, actually. I was thinking, like, man, that guy's been around for a while. I think he just perpetually looks like a sweaty (laughs) 48-year-old Yeah, totally. Like, I'm sure even at 92, he probably looks the same. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. So he's the the uncle, right? He's the brother of the man that died. Yes. (laughs) So, question. I think so. And then... The mother, the only other woman in this movie, is the mother of the daughter who's like not right. 21 years right, old. Right, which is that actress. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is that? Why did they cast this 40-year-old to be 21? But like... Um, he is not 21. She has like life embedded in her face. Oh, I know. <laughs> I wrote that several times. I was like, oh, girl, you're not 21. Oh, it's not. Yeah, why? It's so funny. I guess it's like maybe because of like the beer thing. It's like she has to be 21 to inherit it. But like... <laughs> Yeah. So that's her daughter, and the whole quick marriage thing was the uncle to the mother, right? Right. Right. Because that, that's it. the Hamlet that's parallel. The Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. And I guess um, the two main characters are supposed to be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. That makes oh. sense. Mm-hmm. And then we get to meet Michael Shannon in a hard hat is the next um, note I have. Do you think <laughs> that guy looks like Michael Shannon? It's like nuts. Yeah. I always thought he was a real hockey player that was making a cameo that's what they make it seem like right but oh, wait, actually that's, a, that's the love interest guy right rosie like, and bra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra. it's just like love at first sight when yeah. like 40 year old daughter looks at him right okay is this before or after bob and doug get jobs at the brewery i mean does it matter i, think <laughs> it's- I, I guess i'm trying i maybe we shouldn't be it's after. it's after it's after it's after i think because they just randomly get jobs there it's like suddenly they're like they're there trying to steal beer and then suddenly they're employed there right and they bribe the receptionist with, with donuts which is pockets kind of full lovely. of donuts pocket full that's of kind of funny i like her i like how she plays that it could have gone poorly but i think yeah, they, they towed the right 
line on that. Um, that just yeah. everyone loves donuts. Because you know? she's like heavier, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering that, but I don't think that was the gag. I think the gag was, oh, like, yeah, every, yeah all Canadians, like, I guess, love donuts. So of course gag. I'm going to give you up. Huh? It's just like a, like donuts. Like everybody yeah. loves, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was but worried it, about that too, but yeah. I don't think they actually went there. I think it's truly a like Canadian gag of like, I mean, what like is it? Um, bear claw or whatever. What, what's the like chain that's that's around there? It's like Steve Horns Krispy or Kreme. no? It's like specifically for Canada. I'll look it up in a second. Okay. Uh, or they all of our Steve Canadian Horton. listeners. Yeah. That well, no, th- like something. Something Horton. Yeah, Mr. Horton. Um, Mr. Horton's neighborhood. So then we get into like what I'm just gonna spoilers my bummer of this movie, which is <laughs> how they treat people with mental illness. Hey. Um, yeah, yeah. entire movie for everyone. The eighties loved that, which like, is torturing people who are in a mental institution. Who they call lunatics, I think, as if yeah. it's like uh, loonies Nazi is the... Germany. Yeah, like like they're literally using the phrase lunatic. Although loonies. maybe it's a term of endearment in <laughs> Canada because the money is called a loony. Interesting. Maybe that might be very generous. <laughs> I, I did love uh, just the sight gag of the uh, sign for the brewery, the castle, and then the like Canadian Institute of Looniness or whatever it was called. It was just like anytime there's like four or five different places on one signpost. <laughs> I enjoyed that gag. Um, so the the gag or the the thing is like like you mentioned earlier, Philip, that um, the weird guy with the big teeth plays the, <laughs> the synthesizer <laughs> and then they drink beer, which is which is clearly filled with some sort of like possessive weird right, things. Yeah. And then they play hockey dressed like stormtroopers. <laughs> they, they have like spikes out of their back, which I just love. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I, the whole thing is that he, Max von Sydow wants world domination that he's going to have through Oktoberfest across the world, I guess. Right. Um, but, like, does he imagine that all of his, like, converts would then wear these outfits? Like... Yeah, I think so. And I how hope does so. He get them? And it seems very expensive. They're, they look great, though. They look really nice, actually. I mean, it was a fun sight gag, and it was very Star Wars-y. It was like space balls meets... Yeah. Bill and Ted meets... Yeah. Which, yeah, uh, fun fact, Rosie, the guy I thought was a hockey player, he, he is an actor and he was in Star Wars. He was gold leader. Oh, yeah. I kind of read a bunch of facts about that because they do some like, uh, God, now I'm going to get wrong. But Rick Moranis, at some yeah. point when they're playing hockey, he's like saying something about like scoring on the dark, the Darth Vader. I don't know. Whatever. They, it's they like just a, do a, yeah. 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 It's a reference to him. Um, they go into the old cafeteria and... The power's not on. I was kind of, this is, I did fall asleep here. I'm going to just say, because I had scribbles and I wrote a video game looks hot. Um, (laughs) That's what I wrote. It's, this one's like very like shoehorned of like, how are we going to get the ghost part and the Hamlet-y part in there? And it's, it's definitely not the most interesting. Um, Yeah. Cause then it's like the whole thing with the video game and it's like, all their names are in there and it reveals who died the and dates how. And, and yeah. Dates. And I was like, this seems like I need to be taking notes. I'm confused. I wonder if this like blew people's minds in 1983, like just the idea of a ghost communicating through 
computers and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like, right? But that's like the Hamlet thing too, right? It's like... Computers, yeah. Well, yeah, computers. <laughs> but it's like a modern day. I was like, oh, no, how know, could a yeah. ghost get to you or whatever? But yeah, like, I, it was kind of funny because when they're in there, like, with those old video games, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool and vintage. I'm like, oh, no, these are, like, cutting right. edge Right, yeah. Video games. So, like, I wonder if, you know, eight-year-old me was just like, wow, a video game, and now... Inventing machine. Yeah, the scores are spelling out birthdays. That's amazing. I don't know. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it does seem like that would be kind of a cool part. I I have some notes about like the art direction of this, which is kind of cool. Like, so my my couchmate um, Cameron T, who I watched it with, um, was noting like a lot of the backdrops look just drawn. And then they like add the van in front of them. And then there's some parts that just look straight up like claymation. Like when they when they do the exterior of their house, I just have a note that there's like a dangerous amount of stars in the sky. Like it's just like it's you know what I mean? Like it's just interesting to think of like what was the budget? Like why couldn't they just do an exterior of a suburb? You know what well, I mean? I know they spent forty five thousand dollars recreating that beer store. Oh, yeah, I read that because they wouldn't lend them their name. And then right. subsequently, after the movie came out, they changed all their names to beer stores, right? right? Yeah. Like everybody wanted to be involved in it. Yeah, lame. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I love the whole like painting background. I like that too. It's very like old school Hollywood and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have, and I may have missed some things, but is... Um, that the bad guys stun Pamela and her lover. No, the helper, the butler, the guy that the I'm like clear. man that's following her around. Oh, he's he was like the floor manager, and he was like yeah. the the only employee left because I think they'd sort of automated everything. Or they do that dressed as Bob and Doug because they stole their clothes when they set them up to play weird hockey. Is there like a pretending to be someone else scene in? I mean. That's a shit. I'm trying to remember. In Hamlet? When Hamlet? There's, a, there's yeah. a scene in which somebody hides. They somebody hides behind the curtain. Claudius and he gets stabbed. And I don't. I don't know if that happens. But there's always cross dressing and pretend dressing. And yeah, here maybe it's... the the note I had. I I forget which scene it's from, but I don't know. It tickled me. But it's just more bean medley. Um, I think it must have been like the dinner scene with like the uncle uh, and yeah, the mother. And it just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember them saying that. I will say I really liked her sweaters, the girl. Yeah. I was like, man, I want a sweater like that. They're pretty great. <laughs> you love the 1983 sweater fashion? The Canadian I do. fashion. Yeah. I fully like it. It reminds me of um, the Himalaya um, down in Ocean City, Maryland. Like, like, if you go around it, there's people wearing like 70s sweaters. And oh, nice. So yeah, they they knock them out and they put them in their own van. They have the the bad guys nerd guy who's a computer guy, but also a brakes right. guy takes out their brakes and only allows them like two stops. Yeah, however that works, like two it makes brake no stops. sense. It makes it doesn't work that way. Although it did remind me of this time in high school where um, this You'll friend of mine stops. No, but this friend of mine drove me home from high school, and she. We're going down this like long street before you get into my neighborhood. And she was like, I'm going to try to drive through your parents, your neighborhood without breaking. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And the very first turn, she 
<laughs> went over the curb of my neighbor's yard <laughs> to their yard and like hit a tree. So good. And I was uh, like, oh, that's what happens when you don't break. Yeah. So it kind of reminded oh, me. But it was oh, kind of man. that little, that whole thing was kind of funny, like watching them drive and like never have to break, you know? And then like they speed. Like, yeah, yeah. They were like going through every green light and kind of like not having. Any I would. Yeah. yeah. I was living in Swanee after I graduated down the mountain. And so I'd have to like commute down it every day and I would see if I could make it down without using my brakes. Um, I don't think I have, I came close, but I don't think I ever made it. Um, <laughs> it probably wasn't the safest thing in the world. During this, we get actually what I thought was the funniest part of the movie where they go home and the parents are doing it and it's them in wigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. I was like, I like that. That's very funny. They like look up and it's just like, them it's a sweet relationship those parents yeah they kind of reminded me of like kids in the hall Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, i liked it too and it was like oh they are a perfect combo of their parents (laughs) so yeah Um, then i guess they they then go down to the docks and oh but also the dog growls and he sees them dressed as steaks yeah in their own oh yeah yeah (laughs) you know it's like this dog is being abused like (laughs) there's no way that um, I mean, even actually, it's maybe for later when like the dog's eating sausage on the table. I'm like, I don't think this production is caring for that dog. <laughs> like <laughs> that dog's not doing well. Oh, yeah. you probably get all the sausages. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, don't give your dog beer. It's not good for them. No, not um, Gross. No. Yeah, totally. So yeah, then we we had... <laughs> fly off the dock. Fly off the dock. Um, oh yeah, like one crazy summer. Yeah, it's... Yeah, but they I, don't I, land. <laughs> There's no ferry. They just go. <laughs> they don't pretend. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so land in the water. Uh, it looks like Rosie drowned. So I guess he's Ophelia in this, or yeah. the creature from The Shape of Water, which is what it was looking a lot like. Or is which she is Michael Shannon movie? No, because she's she's Hamlet. Oh, right. oh, you're right. Because she's Hamlet. Because it's her uncle. So I think that makes Rosie. I mean. Apparently they had a first draft that was very followed Hamlet like to the T and then they it was like they said it was too, too close and they too rewrote close. It. Yeah. Too close. Every it was word for word Hamlet. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this won't really work. Except um, he didn't really drown. It looked no, like he he which um, I don't know the my, logistics of this. My couch landed on top of a van, mm-hmm. they let him in the hatch, and then they all drank beer bubbles i guess it's like the oxygen from the beer yeah like my roommate was like why are they taking time to kiss i'm like well i think he's giving her oxygen to get to the top and like sacrificing himself right yeah that's the whole idea and then he falls to the van and then i guess rick moranis and dave thomas are just they're just i mean beer is the savior for a lot of this movie. So they're just drinking beer and I guess like the oxygen bubbles in beer are keeping them alive because they're passing it around. Or they had just so many empty beers in their van. Oh, that they're just sucking. Yeah, when it fell, they all like floated to the top and so they then collected those things. But like PSA, don't try that at home. That'd be a rough way to survive (laughs) under the sea. No, that's not Well, obviously, and then the the cop goes under there and like pulls Underwater arrest. I like that. Well, and we were thinking too, like it's like they're really underwater. Like they're filming that because you can see Dave Thomas's eyes are like um, bubbles and like who knows how long they're down there for? Like, it's like... It does look real. like they're, they've been under there for a long time. That's, yeah. That's awesome. He um, looks exhausted. And I'm sure they have, like, a diver that's, like, right in the back that's just giving them air, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. But yeah, that would just, <laughs> that'd be a fun shoot. Oh my God. I, um, I always, this is like my pet peeve with movies of how clear they portray you being able to see underwater. It's as if like you have glasses or goggles on. And it's like, if anybody's ever opened their eyes underwater, it's just one big blur. Like you have no idea what's wait, going on. Because I have uh, opened my eyes underwater. But oh, I, I don't know if I've yeah, ever nice. opened my eyes underwater. <laughs> underwater. I could hear myself saying it like a million times. <laughs> Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> My next note is weird shit happens back at the brewery. I had laser ghost at brewery. Um, that, that, that aligns. Yeah. I have Ooh. Canadian Ooh. police Ooh. cars are yellow. Those were real police cars too. Yeah. yeah. And who knew that they were yellow? This is and like muscle cars. Muscle cars? They were sort oh, of like. Like the not- hazard. Yeah. Yeah, True. True. I also have a note that's like, how many times has this girl been tranquilized? Mm. Like, because they like shoot her again, oh, right? When she's like, like almost out of it. And they're like, Psh. yeah, it was a different time, 1983. <laughs> different time. <laughs> people tranking people. people. Yeah. <laughs> tranking. So yeah, then they, we have uh, Bob and David go, I guess they're in jail first. Robert yeah. and David. What did I say? I think Is it's it Bob, Bob and Doug. Right? Oh I, yeah. I said Bob and David. Bob and David. I had like uh Mr. Show and in, in oh, head, Bob, I guess. yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're arrested, and they have, and then you kind of get to know what they were all doing with the security footage when they were like dressed like them. They're like, oh, like they're framing them fully. And their their lawyer handles press by just beating the shit out of them. <laughs> Karate lawyer. I, oh my god! Again, and that woman. He, all the absurdness. I loved. It. I loved it. I mean, I actually kind of thought yeah. that was like hilarious. Yeah, totally. <laughs> So third um, in the film. Yeah, like what are what are those things they're shooting into people and like how come it doesn't make a mark or you can't see it and nobody notices because they were like I don't know they're it's like, like a tranquilizer but yeah. it's very secret and and then yeah like they accidentally shoot people what are they out for like two hours like right yeah they have like but it that was an interesting thing with the girl what's her name Pamela Pamela Pam Pamela um she um she's like just like super traumatized right like that's not from the trank gun it's just like she's been traumatized so that she's like just catatonic at this no i think they gave her drugs so because they want to uh commit her and so they tranked her and then gave her more more drugs to so Uh... they can because they want to take the brewery away from her oh that's so funny because i was like yeah i would be like that too like this was nuts like you fell into the sea a creature breathed air into you like your father died i was like this makes total sense he's just like out of her mind right now but okay it was drugs they also give a mental illness diagnosis to bob and doug and they put them <laughs> in straight jackets and in a padded room uh, yeah <laughs> i also did like the uh, steam roll the steam rolling um oh yeah that was a funny little part where they rolled over each other i think i've def definitely done that at like sleepovers where you're in sleeping bags and steam then roller. Every- you just everyone steamrolls people yeah, yeah. I'm having a flashback now to someone doing that to me in high school, and now I finally Probably understand what me. they were doing. You, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, we've maybe done that, but it's more, it was like some guy was just a like steamroller, and he did that randomly, and it's like, what the Well, fuck? Katie, he might have been trying to do something else. Just, maybe. He just like steamroller, but then he just like got on you and rolled back and <laughs> it's from a movie i have this memory in high school with this guy he was in a sleeping bag he was in a sleeping it wasn't yeah anyway (laughs) um so uh yeah then i just have some 
I have a series of, of notes about, oh, Rick and Pamela getting, <laughs> getting put in the big beer. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, so we had like the court scene or whatever before. Oh, yeah. I guess this is before they get committed. Um, but I did love the, the sweaty uncle. His statement was, just because I don't know what it means doesn't mean I'm lying. And just oh, yeah. his like very obvious lying to the whole thing. I just, I got a, a kick out of that. Yeah. Paul Dooley's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then well, I'm trying to keep us on track, but I got to tell oh, you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Cause the, the mental health patients break out and they like then, but, but then Rick and Pamela get put in the big beer bin and it's filled with beer. Um, and this, well, yeah. Cause this is their attempts to murder everyone. And just cause it's another one of Dooley's great lines. He goes to the hospital, I guess, to kill um, Rosie, the, the where you who's rosie the hockey player guy oh hockey, yeah, yeah yeah okay hockey. sorry right, yeah. right right i was i i like totally was getting rosie and pamela mixed up no no, no yeah girls that got it okay got um, it. Cool. i think his okay. last name's like la rose and everyone calls him rosie uh, or they it. had a thing like that okay. um and so he he goes in there and he has like the needle i think this is him and they're like what's that and it's like this this is just a thing hypodermic needle i think now that i'm saying that that was a mock max von siddow line i think oh, that was him yeah. Oh, yeah anyways um Not what okay but the other thing i do want to point out because there's like two of these scenes so i think while the sweaty uncle is trying to kill rosie in there the nurses come in and then the, he kills that other guy that's in the other cot and then these nurses have this elongated conversation about whose job it is to move the body and it's it goes on and it's amazing of just like it's not my job it, it goes on for it's probably only like 30 seconds but it's i love just this point changes. i can clearly state that i feel like yeah. we watched a different movie i feel like <laughs> i blacked out at this part i, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i don't remember any of it i was not there um, <laughs> i don't remember you talking about i might about. have been asleep during I this know. yeah but now now we can go to locked in the beer vat <laughs> okay yeah. so lock them in a beer vat and they fill it with beer, and then Bob drinks all the beer, and he's and a very... little bit of his pee. It's <laughs> funny, and he's too big. It's getting warmer in here. Oh, so. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Uh, he's too big to to get out of the tank. I mean, he's like Violet from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which that's I... where there's a part. There's some of these gags that are like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're just gonna do that. Like it's like <laughs> so nuts. I love the absurdist part of it and then and apparently they wanted to do more just mm. crazy stuff and then they got rained yeah, in yeah it's interesting the raining in because it almost makes it kind of bizarre because there's like five gags that are like i mean like the underwater cop you know is one of them and so right it it's interesting it would be interesting to imagine the movie if they hadn't been rained in like what they actually would have done yeah um and then i guess so he becomes smaller by peeing on the fire uh which then right. They wanted to hire him because of that right um, yeah and was it the because the movie calls him this i'm gonna say it too the looney bin guys go and get max von Sydow, like they attack him yeah and they electrocute him is that what happened right yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh but yeah like he, they shoot yeah he That's straight up red. crushes a man's head in that scene there's one where he yeah. just like yeah, yeah for sure um and then the dad's ghost comes by to visit like gives him a wink or something really unsettling I wrote uh, that down. I don't remember. Yeah. 
I was so confused because I was mixing up the dad's ghost with the kind of nerdy guy that cut the brakes. Sure. Kind of look alike. So I had like a, I don't know what's going on. Maybe not all Canadians look alike. (laughs) Some are ghosts. Some are just tall nerds. Yeah, that's true. Some are people with big teeth like that guy. Um, And then I I just want to read my last note, if you don't mind. I, I wrote, to draw the babu one October fifth. Now to translate that from Sleepy Bridget, um, that means even excuse me, even though they've caught all the bad guys, there's still bad beer at Oktoberfest, so they have to stop it from being consumed, or else yeah. If, and anyone, they ex- if anyone gets a keyboard, they'll be able to control them. Oh right, that's what they explain. It's like kind of yeah, right, right, yeah. right. They can't they can't drink it, so they send the dog as a skunk, which is a really <laughs> elaborate plan. Who can also fly? Fly. Which I, I also mean, remember that fly. from back in the days. Just that this I dog. Yeah, I don't mind that part. I'm like, okay, great. No, I'm- I definitely did not mind that like sure. green, green dog flying through the air. It was like when they were painting him. I was like, what are they making him a skunk? And I was like laughing about it and i was like no they're, they're literally making <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then like yeah and then like that's the, i mean what an elaborate plan well because then like the movie ended and i turned to my my movie partner and i was like what happened with the dog and he was like you were here you were watching it and i was like i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> like right after a second like, right after it happened i can remember and i did rewind and i did watch the dog flying through the air again and then going through the tent and scaring everybody out of the tent um so. it was a well it turned out that it was an amazing plan it worked exactly yeah, it great. as they wanted it very well and then the dog gets to eat bratwurst and then and then it's fun i don't know like the police show up and they're like it's a it's my ju- jurisdiction that skunk is in my jurisdiction or it's a toronto skunk I yeah think. yeah oh, toronto yeah. skunk yeah because like, where are they montreal or something? no i assume that they're just I out they're, in the they're in Van- uh, they're just thinking of the outskirts or yeah they're far i think the outskirts of toronto is what right yeah and then they get to drive the beer truck i mean what their plan is to like drink all that beer probably and be mind controlled which they don't care about probably as but i mean as long as no one plays the secret synthesizer song they're good and that person's dead that knows the secret or maybe that's the setup for could be because there was supposed to be a sequel well whatever like 10 years later or almost like 20 years later Mm -hmm. called homebrew um it didn't sound great i didn't read much about it other than it possibly was going to star john candy or Um, dan Aykroyd was going to be it it was i guess it was gonna they were gonna be garbage men and a sleazy dan Aykroyd. because is there any other type was going to convince them to homebrew beer or Did something like that. watch that movie? It's called Great Outdoors. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, oh. Which I also want to point out before I forget, it's also apropos that we're doing this movie now, because Rick Moranos just got punched in the face in New York. Or well, in the face or sucker punched. Yeah, well, I know. Generally, you get, yeah, that's in the face. Talk about, oh, okay, right. I was I was considering it, like, for some reason, I thought he got, like, the wind knocked out. It's so funny, because, like, um, Annie shared that. It was, like, at the SF gate in San Francisco. I'm like, slow Tuesday. Are we reporting on Rick Moranis's whereabouts? But um, hopefully he's okay. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah. Because he's great. He's, he's great. great. He's kind of amazing. And he... Yeah. Like famously, kind of ducked out. Tired, yeah. Yeah, to take care of his kids, which is great. And I don't know, I I do really like him, and I have more to say about that later. 
And that's the movie. That's the movie. Um, um, go ahead. Well, I have some questions, but I don't know oh. what, what section. Um, Do the questions now. The boob, right? the boob rating in this movie is just sweater sweat. Okay. Boob sweat, boob sweat, sweater sweat. Because she's just wearing, she's wearing, um, Pamela is wearing like awesome sweaters and then like wool pleated pants the whole time, which is a, like maybe it's like a female Canadian tuxedo. Who knows? Oh, a lot of wool, wool on wool. Wool on wool. Yeah. Um, Let's make that but, a thing. Yeah. I was like, I would wear that. That looks super cozy. Um, so I have some questions. Um, mm-hmm. Some. So I have a couple that come from my uh, couchmate movie watching buddy, um, who I will say is a little younger than me, um, who asks, one, is Rick Moranis Canadian? There is yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Um, this is so much funnier. Like, I can't wait till we watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that one fits in. The other, her next question, I mean, these just kind of came organically as we were rushing it. Okay. The next question is, um, why did they make this? <laughs> uh, the answer is because the album made a ton of money. And the album is like the nor- White North, or what was it, what were you saying? Great or White straight- North. The great rate, yeah, oh, the yeah. comedy album made, by yeah, them. totally. Bob and Doug, yes, did an album. this was like a very yeah. famous, yeah. And then the next question was, was this before or after Dumb and Dumber? Which I could quickly answer for her. This way was after, before. like, I think it's 20 well, years before. after Dumb and Dumber. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but her question was like, was this the inspiration? It's like, interesting question. Like, I could see that for sure. I can tell you what the inspiration for this movie and Dumb and Dumber <laughs> Wayne's World is it's just men. yeah probably yeah yeah but i was like looking at it through the dumb and dumber lens like yeah totally that or like dude where's my car i think it's a i thought about dude where's my car yes thought about wayne's world yeah Mm -hmm. for sure um and then um phil i don't know if you saw that we got a question from dave l i did not see oh yeah well i oh wait no i did see that yeah yeah i thought it was a really good question and now I have to scroll because there's there's a lot uh, of uh, debate other chatter chat, yeah. debate chat going on in this text thread. Okay, Dave L says, my question is, what other nationalities could they get away with stereotyping this broadly and relentlessly? And I want to tell you that I've thought about this okay. like, for the past five. Years. I have a few. Well, have you guys seen the movie Eurovision? Which is yeah. Like, so I'm like, yeah. well, I guess Iceland, because it's kind of that. It's actually kind of like that movie. I, yeah. I definitely liked it. It's that was good. very fun. It's uh, good. So I think Iceland is an answer. I think probably still Canada. What about <laughs> just like all of Europe? Well, no, Texas. I don't think Texas. I don't think it's all of Europe. It certainly isn't Spain. It why? Uh, I don't know. I think Spanish um, people are white. <laughs> Hawaii, yes, they are Hawaii. Um, I would think Scandinavia would be kind of Italians. I, I don't mean... think Italians. I don't think you could do Italian. Why? I'm Italian. I give, I give a permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, now that I think about it, because these the actors and directors are Canadian. So, yeah, like, I mean, my big fat Greek movie, wedding. Yeah, if you're making the movie and you're. I mean, I'm, I I think so. I guess anything. I mean, the thing. No, not. I mean, not everything. It depends on who the audience is and who makes it. I do think. Yeah, for sure. But I think oh, it's totally. Like, if you're white European, 
you're pretty much on the table to be made fun of. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was thinking like Russian, but... Yeah, I think that's on the table too. Yeah. Australia. I guess, you know what? I think I misspoke because Islanders. because Iceland is like specific because like, you know, Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell are not Icelandic and yet they're kind of like... <laughs> Neither is Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. So like... I guess I was taking it, I was kind of forgetting that this was an in-group movie. And maybe that's part of Dave L's question. Uh, I mean, I think any, the, the easy answer is any country that isn't going to feel bad for being made fun of. Right, that maybe doesn't have a history of like, Which I think being that's what colonized. You were, yeah. That's what you were like, saying, Bridget, right? Yeah, and I was yeah, saying like white. that's one thing. But also, if you are making the movie and you yeah. are well, the, yeah. the group, then, you know, other people who are out of your group may laugh at it. And you, you might not, they might be laughing at it, not because they're part of your in crowd. They might be laughing at it for yeah. interesting. I like it. Texas like it. is a good answer. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Californians. Yeah. Californians. Yeah. Well, yeah, California. Totally. I mean, these are, uh, these are countries. Hate within. Californians. Hate them. <laughs> Rude, Philip. I live here. <laughs> California. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that, those are, those are the questions that I yeah, have. I didn't have any questions from my end because yeah, I think famously, uh, the, I heard. the first five minutes broke Nora. <laughs> <laughs> those were the texts that I received. She was I badly was texting late. people. I think just being like, <laughs> get me out of here. I'm a mouse in a bottle. Yes. <laughs> that was my rating. That was my <laughs> All right, uh, should we get into Hummers, Bombers, Hummers and Dummers? Let's, let's end on the high note. So we'll start yeah. with uh, Bummers, then Dummers, then Hummers. So Bummers first. Well, I already said my bummer. I'm going to stick with it, which is just the treatment of, of folks with, that might be suffering or coping or managing mental illness. I think, um, you know, I get, I get, I know the time and place the movie was made, but I just kind of was like, come on, that's not cool. It's not cool to like, you know, take people against their will and trick them and, and, and think you can get away with it because they're somehow lesser mental health status. So again, I know the time it was made for a time where we weren't talking about mental health, but but yeah. Yeah. The um, guy did get electrocuted for doing this though. Yeah, but he wasn't the only one. I mean, I the yeah. dad from 16 Candles was doing it. Everybody was doing it. Yeah, everyone's everyone's doing um, it. My dumber, I also mentioned that bummer. The top. Your bummer. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bummer, I also mentioned at the top, which was like, um, well, I my note says, <laughs> my note just says, straight woman, always three exclamation points, which is misleading. But um, I wish that... Um, Pamela would have been a little more in on the joke or that like some woman would have been just like a little more in of the joke and not have to like write the ship which just seems to be like women's lift always in these comedies and it's totally not like at all an aberration for 1983 or Canada or SCTV or anything like that it's just like uh, I don't know but yeah <laughs> even if they had to have her be the straight person slash Hamlet stand in. They mm -hmm. could have had the mom be just a, a crazy absurd character. Yeah. And other than being like a little bit off, she wasn't that crazy. Yeah. She wasn't. And like, you could have cast a lot more women. Like, I mean, literally it's Pamela, 
the mother secretary and the secretary well there's also the mom of the boys but you don't get to see her face and then when you do see her face she's one of the boys yeah (laughs) yeah and the secretary's probably i mean the secretary's closest to comic relief so and just wanted to point out some of the the bench players in sctv that they could have pulled from Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. yeah, totally. I was, I was thinking about her actually in particular. And I was like, well, they have her there. And man, like, no wonder people are losing it over like how much she's winning with Shit's Creek because it's like, finally, finally. I'm like, yeah, like you cast her in a role. So yeah, I don't know. That was my bummer. Um, mine is sort of a missed opportunity, sort of more a larger piece. It's just... If, if they'd had more absurdity in this movie, it really mm. would have yeah. been great. And there was just some b- more boring parts or some, some stuff that's just sort of more straight-laced joke that doesn't... It sort of gives you a slight chuckle, but it's not great. But if they'd really gone absurd and those are the parts of the movie I really enjoyed, I think it, it could have been super, super great. It's like, who is like asking them to dial it back? Like the Canadian studio? Like, no, I think were... it was uh, the Metro Golden Myers or whatever it is. Because okay. they, they bought it just because the, the album made so much money. Mm, okay. um, they bought it yeah. without a script. It was just, be, you know. And so I think there was some like studio hands on it. Huh. So dumbers. Um, I'm going to get probably a lot of Canadian hate mail for this. Okay. <laughs> But I've met many lovely Canadians. Sure. I love Canadians that are my friends. Preach. The eh, the eh. Oh, man, yeah. It was just like so much. It was overkill. It was like grating on my nerves. I read that it was like 147 times or something like that. It was awesome. I felt all, maybe 146 of them. Uh, Yeah. First time you're like, oh. That's cute. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my gosh, stop. So yeah. I mean, maybe there are folks that do that. And I say the word like and um, and maybe that's annoying. And I, you know, we're all a product of where we are from. But that, it was a lot of A's and it was kind of making me crazy. I know. My second note in this movie was A, yikes. Is this going to be the whole movie? <laughs> and it was. That was if like you a only minute. knew. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'll go. So my dumber, I have written as like it's either Rob Thomas's acting or Rick Moranis's character, and at some <laughs> point, I, Rob, Thomas. <laughs> Rob Thomas, yeah, the guy. Dave Thomas. Oh my gosh, uh, I wrote what, Rob. What Thomas. band is that? Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but confusingly, Dave Thomas is Wendy's, right? That's what I kept that's thinking. Confusing. Yeah, yeah Wendy's. That's confusing. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I shorthanded him RT. So first of all, <laughs> Rob Thomas is a shit actor. Uh, second of all, it's D- Dave Thomas is acting, which I was like focused on like, ooh, like he's like kind of just, I don't know. It just seems like he's like smirking and like whatever, can't handle mm-hmm. it most of the time. Um, but I have like as a note halfway through, like I could do without Rick Moranis in the movie, which is a bummer because as we, um, or a dumber, because as we said before, I really like him. I really yeah. like Rick Moranis. And I just wish, like, I also have a note that's just like, be yourselves, like use your own voices. Like it'd be fine. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know, like the fact that they- I think they, they have to have voices though. I guess, but it's just, it, it kind of had this like Bobcat, um, one crazy summer for me where I'm like I can do a little bit but like them being the ambassadors of this movie was really rough like even they're like fake punching each other was like stop like I just um, 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get their bit. And I think both of them, I love Dave Thomas from Grace Under Fire. I love Rick Moranis and like anything he does with a voice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, me. Um, because I found nothing dumb in this movie, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use one of Nora's dumbers sure. um, before she peaced out after five minutes. Oh my God, um, did she not finish it? No. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, I think she she lasted till either right before, right after intermission. Got it. I think, but she wasn't. Oh, we even mentally. Like how we even talk about intermission? She mentally pieced out. I think after the the first scene. Um, because I mean, not to interrupt your dumber, Phil, but like yeah. at intermission, you're like, oh ha 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 intermission five minutes left and you check and you're like yes oh my god it's actually only halfway through oh my god that's exactly like, the exact thing that happened because at intermission it's basically like the goonies like everybody's got a fire blanket on yeah. and it's all gonna be okay and they're like how would there be half this movie left yeah and then they just restart the film yes just restart it <laughs> oh my god oh what <laughs> if they literally had just restarted it that'd be funny it, like it, like it, that. it went back to the futuristic movie i would have oh loved god. that oh i would have loved goodness. it oh my god um so anyways, sorry i interrupted Nor- you nora's dumber is why would they have brought the thing of moths to their own movie because oh, yeah. they they must have thought it was going to go well that was um, early on too and like did they just do they always have a thing of moths just in case anything goes i mean i mean i know that they said that that was their way to get out of free movies but it was their movie so to be clear the plan is is that you bring a jar of moths to a movie and like at the climax of the movie you release it or at a part of the movie you know what's going to happen is what they say okay and then and then it like fogs up because they go to the light they go to the light projector and then and you have then, to go, what a complicated plan. Then to you save get your money back, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll agree with, you know, yeah, it's it's a dumb plan and also a dumb execution to do it to your own movie that dumb. you got into for free. So. And like, okay, because that's, is that, that's not real. This is like this fantasy, right? That they've created this movie and it's being screened. I also have notes like, what is the promotion for this movie? Everybody's seeing this movie. It's the hottest thing in Toronto and they're seeing... Bob and Doug's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that real? That's not really happening. I think it's like the four bookends. Yeah. And I, I lost it in the inception totally. of everything Oof. of whether. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. That's mm. a good dumber though. Yeah. Um, so Hummers, Hummers. Um, I've got two Hummers. I've got okay. two like Go great Hummers. I mean, there's like a, like there's some Hummers in this movie, right? There's some like real laughs. Katie, and, you've, um, been, you've been doubling up a lot on your Hummers, Bummers, and Dumbers. I'm gonna. That's be- why our episode last time was like no, an hour and forty minutes. Uh, pick one. It's not called double Hummers and Bummers. Can I say two? <laughs> you can say yeah, you know, you, but you have to sort of do the second one under your breath, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, my first one is um, Your actually. Your real Hummer. Yeah. Oh, wait, guys. It was the first Hummer when um, they're coming out of the movie and that like father with his two daughters <laughs> like corners them in the alley. And it's like, we saved all week for this. What am I supposed to tell him? <laughs> like, I thought that was so funny. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish, and I do wish the movie was like leaning more into like that psychoticness because I'm sure that's like an SCTV guy that like, did uh, that. Yeah. like this is great. See, Katie, that's a good Hummer. No, what's your second Hummer? I love a second Hummer. <laughs> what if you spoil a Hummer for Philip and I? 
with your double hummers. Okay. You save it at the end. Okay. I'll save it at the end. You can mumble it after. I'll rebuttal. I'll hummer rebuttal. Yeah. Hummer rebuttal. Hummer rebuttal. Hummer rebuttal. Go ahead. Uh, Do you want to go, Bridget? Or I I can go. Okay. Uh, My hummer is going to be the sweaty uncle. Um, (laughs) He's great. Um, Paul Dooley. Paul Dooley. He's in 16 count. Candles. We decided to eat calendars. Calendars. Sixteen calendars. Um, he's also in um, Breaking Away, right? Yeah. Yes. Said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it's that'll be on maybe next summer during the tour. tour he's de also Roy Taft. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Totally. Uh, but no, all his lines are great. Him killing that guy trying to it's just he his delivery is great him trying to lie is great uh, uh yeah, i enjoyed I've, i enjoyed I all that. of it um yeah and i'll get into some other stuff afterwards but that's awesome. that's my hummer that's my hummer nice my hummer is uh the flying skunk dog yeah <laughs> it just it's a moment of joy it's silly it's weird um it's delightful that's my Katie, back to you. I have a hummer rebuttal. Mumble it. Mumble it. <laughs> well, it's when they're in that beer tank when yeah. Pamela and Rick Moranis. And funny, because Rick Moranis is kind of my dumber, but he does say something that, he says something like, my brother always said that being stuck in a, like, vat of beer would be heaven. And then the quote that I just, like, love, he says, this isn't heaven. This sucks. <laughs> And I just like loved it. And it kind of reminds me of something that like guy used to date named Fran said about fishing. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like this isn't heaven. This sucks. Um, anyway, I loved it. I was it, like laughed out loud. Yeah, there were some good lines in here. I was totally. yeah, because I'm gonna do it real quick too. My secondary one is when they were hitting the uh, ladies' car at the beginning. Uh, Dave Thomas goes, "I don't know you. I'm just a hitchhiker." Uh, oh yeah. And- Totally. It's just a great line. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Yeah, Can I totally. go back then and do some secondary dumbers and hummers? Dumber <laughs> no, rebuttal, hummer nope. rebuttal. You only get double <laughs> hummers. Rebuttal. Only double hummers. All right. Yeah. You save it for your is it for real. All right. I, I should have saved that for my is it. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so do, you, do you want me to go first or last? Well, um, first, let's talk about what we're wearing. Okay. Okay. Um, Bridget? <laughs> Um, We're so shy. Even though this is a Canadian movie, you are sort of bringing some, you know, Cuban um, sort of Central American flair by wearing a Wyabara shirt, um, which, as you know, has many, many pockets on them. So you can keep donuts in there. And if you need to bribe anyone, you're ready. So always. you could get into like the CIA. You yeah. could, you know. How do you um, know I haven't? But I can't tell you. Well, I'd have to see how many empty donut pockets you have. You yeah. know, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm going to say your hat is is also amazing. It's it is a, a traditional Canadian toque. Um, but because you live in California, it is, um, just all trucker mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so yeah. I Thank you. Yeah, enjoy it. This was supposed to come on Amazon prime and it took longer. I was glad. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, well, Katie, um, I'm mm-hmm. always impressed by your outfits, especially, um, the later hosen that you're wearing today. Yeah. Very authentic looking. It's very interesting. Um, but I noticed the shirt you're wearing underneath 
um, has a it has an illustrated Pepe Le Pew on it, um, and it says like what is it like what you couldn't get the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I almost did wear my lederhosen during. This I know. Podcast. I was gonna say you've got some like legit lederhosen. Um, Phil, mm-hmm. I um, I like your like uh, crossover t-shirt, mm-hmm. you know, um, that you're all about. Um, and it's, uh, I can just see that it is Rick Moranis, like a big balloon. Sure. Rick Moranis. Full of beer. Full of beer with like a straw into what looks like a, a backyard um, with all kinds of grass and just says, honey, I drank the kids. <laughs> I like it. I think it's cool. <laughs> yes. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. Shirt, Philip. It's cool. Thanks. Thanks. I like to be hip. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Is it for real yeah, time? <laughs> okay. Do you want me to go first or last? First. I'm holding on to my opinion. <laughs> okay. So I matter. hope you did hold on to it from the beginning. I did. I did hold on to it. It's held. I, I tell you that each time Katie should have to tattoo it onto her arm. Um, Dude, if we did that, it would be so different. Like, I mean, I would, I can tell you the ones that I've been like, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even understand this movie until we talked about it. I need to be better about holding onto an opinion. Um, so yeah, I think this is a movie that you need to be in the right headspace for. Mm-hmm. And you mean, usually you need to be drunk you need to to have half a twofer in you um you need to be in a crowd of like-minded people um because i think if you're not in that situation it's not actually for real i think Mm -hmm. it is as much as it pains me to say that which it's sort of a a half thing i think my official thing is going to be it's not for real but i i think (laughs) that if you're in it's 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 similar to a teen witch but i think less so i think teen which is a more solid for real whereas i think i made that one my official one was for real i think this one is is a not for real um but i think if you're in this scenario with drinking beer just with people that are into this movie i think it could be a a fun ride there's gonna be some boring bits um and then you can just talk about hockey or something like that um but otherwise like i ended up watching half of this by myself and just yeah you're just sort of like it doesn't land as much if it had been more absurd of it and great, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to officially, unfortunately with, with a bad look in my face, say it's not for Well, now you guys are going to both say it's for real. Yep. And I'm going to look like a Twist. real big jerk. Twist. We made you like disavow. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will stick with my original thought on this movie, which like this not for real. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say it. I'm like trying to hone Bridget's like, this is true. Um, so I was thinking about it because it's interesting your comparison to Teen Witch. Cause I was also thinking like, well- Y'all leave Teen Witch out your mouth. Well, no, 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 no. no I mean, no, I, no, here's the understand. deal. It's, it's like, like, yeah. Well, I think like, it's like, would it even work in the background, like in a brewery? And I think it is like so frenetic. It's so like hard. It's so weirdly plot driven and not plot driven at yeah. the same time that I'm like, I don't even know how you would watch this and see that scene and that scene and that scene. Um, 
So I think even that would be really hard to do unless you had like huge attachment to it. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I think if you took it down to like a 30 minute or 45 minute super cut, I think. Sure. And here's the thing, like there's like, I, what I liked probably most about this movie was like the meta um, observations on movies. Like that was cool. Like even in the credits or like key grip and like, that's fun. And I do, I agree with you where like, if they hadn't been reeled in so much, I, I think I like read a review that was like, this is their first thing. Like, I can't wait to see what they do in the future. So like, this is like a draft of like what they weren't going to do and it didn't end up panning out. But um, yeah. And I will say in my 45 minute cut, I'm going to keep in that 30 second nurse conversation that leads nowhere. Uh, That only you heard. Yeah. Go back and watch it. it. I will. All right. I've got it for 24 hours. Well, you guys know that I don't like to beat around the Canadian bush. (laughs) So this is not a movie that is for real. A boot, a boot, the bush. Oh man. It's not really, but yeah, I think it's just, I th- I agree with both of you and what you said. It's just too all over the place. And I, frankly, it just wasn't very interesting. I don't know. There's some movies that like could be for real or not for real, but like, it's not, it was, I was having a hard time being interested in it. And I was sad about it. Cause I was like, oh, like comedians and comedy. And I was like, frankly, really shocked that my seatmate did not enjoy it. Oh, that's interesting. Because I thought he for real would really enjoy it, but was not into it. At one point I was like, do you like this? No. My seatmate looked at this movie like she had never seen television before. (laughs) She was like, (laughs) her eyes, it was incredible. It was incredible to watch her face watching this movie. I honestly, I just remember it being a lot weirder. I remember the flying Mm -hmm. dog. I remember, you know, laser hockey players with keyboards. That part is true. And yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, like if you remember lazy laser hockey players with keyboards, that's funny and you do remember, but then you're kind of grown and then you kind of watch it again and you're kind of like, oh, the whole like, yeah, like putting people against their will. But like, it'd be one thing if they were just like, those people were assholes or something and they were being put against their will. They're just like- You, you don't know that they weren't. I know? mean, I was thinking about this movie of like a much more charming version of a Saturday Night Live sketch that got turned into a movie, like like Night at the Roxbury or something. Like there's like Saturday Night Live movies that they've like, yeah. like or sketches that they turned into the movies. It's so unfortunate. This yeah. one's a lot more charming. It's a lot more homegrown. It's got a lot more gems in it. But it also just feels like it could be condensed into, I mean, yeah. I, don't know, I think 45 minutes for sure. Generous. But like, it's like, oh, I love a couple. Well, no intermission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a couple of good sketches that about these two guys that could work. Shorter is like, always otherwise. better. Because I'm yeah. sure it was like a 45 minute comedy album. If Maybe, that. right. Um, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Are you ready for your, our song? Yeah. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay, here we go. Anyway, that's uh, anyway. It's our favorite Canadian, Alanis Morissette. Uh, talking about maybe another Canadian who's doing Poulier. Poulier. Awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Cut it out. Cut Uh, it out. That, I I had no idea. Oh, for real? Yeah. 
Is that real? I mean, I know the rumor that that song is based on it's him. For real, they dated. She, her. I, I don't know about him going down on a girl in movie theater. Maybe scratch back. I just assumed he was like forty years older than her. Oh. He's probably older, but he not that on, much older. He was on You Can't Do That on Television in the 80s. It's like yeah, a- but probably when he was on Old House. So like, or Old House. This Old House. <laughs> Dave Coulier. When he on this old house. guest starred on This Old House. But he yeah. was on Full House probably when she was on Can't Do That on Television. So they probably do have a bit of an age difference. It right? says, in 1992, Full House star Dave Coulier dated singer Alanis Morissette. And after the two broke up, she wrote her her Grammy winning award hit. You ought to know, uh, and that's on Oprah.com. You guys, Boom. of that's, all the people to have like, like a rough song about them, Dave and they dated in 1992. So I just want you to know, you ought to know that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I actually can look on Snopes if you'd like to know. <laughs> First, I have to click on accept cookies. Uh, thank you for the cookies. <laughs> Well, Actually, I like that song though. Yeah, I like the pick. I like the Canadian on Canadian. Thank you. He's Canadian, right? Justin yes, Bieber. they're both Canadian. That's why I because he like plays hockey. Like he's. I remember him incorporating that into his Full House character, the hockey. All um, right, great. All right, so <laughs> thanks, Philip. Thank you. You're thanks. welcome. <laughs> I'm always keeping it interesting. Uh-huh. So. You are. <laughs> Toodaloo. Toodaloo.